Hello again, and welcome to the next phase with Steve Key Podcast. I, I haven't done many of these in recent months. Uh, took a bit of a break. I've been working on a number of other projects, but I thought that this was a good time to come back and talk about something near and dear to my heart, and that is the Toronto Stock Exchange. For people who know me, I spent 20 years from 1988 to 2008 at this organization where I head up media relations. So many milestones, so many really interesting things and great people, leaders I had a chance to work with. Uh, it was cornerstone of what made me into the communicator I think I am today. But let's look at the Toronto Stock Exchange for a moment. This organization has its roots back to 1852. In fact, Recently, it celebrated its 170th anniversary, and I was proud to be asked back in November uh, to meet with some of the current leadership and the alumni to do a ceremonial market closing event. Uh, it was a real highlight for me. People I hadn't seen for years. It was so great to stand around and chat about the old times and take a look and Think of all the great memories I had working there. The TSX, or Toronto Stock Exchange, as it is known to many people, got to start back in 1852. There was an association of businessmen that gathered together. They formed this association of brokers. And that really launched the framework for the Toronto Stock Exchange. Trading would take place uh, for several hours on a daily basis. Uh, members would buy seats, which allowed them to trade on the exchange. They were innovative in things like their ticker tape to send out information within the Toronto downtown Toronto area. Uh, and this was really the flow of information and capital and helped companies launch themselves in the market, raise capital, grow and expand, and really be a, a, a part of the economy that helped Canada become what it is. The exchange has always been known for it's mining stocks. Uh, that's probably the largest mining exchange still uh, in the world. It was also innovative for other things. In 1937, for example, they moved to a building at 234 Bay Street. It was the first building in Toronto that actually had air conditioning. Now, in 1977, under the president that was named Pierce Bunting, it launched a computer trading network called CATS, the Computer Assisted Trading System. It also launched the TSE 300 Composite Index, and that's a, a daily reminder of what's happening on the market, how our biggest companies are performing. But under Pierce Bunting and this trading system, slowly along the way, more of the stocks, and initially there were lesser trading stocks were moved to the computer trading system. And little did they know at the time in 1977 is that within a 20-year period or so, the exchange as a trading floor, a gathering place of traders, would soon end. In 1983, they moved from that building at 234 Bay Street to First Canadian Place at 130 King Street West. And this ultra-modern trading pavilion, 30,000 square feet of activity. In 1988, I started at the TSE. 
then to become the TSX and eventually now the TMX group. Uh, but I started in media relations. So along the way, so many things, I- I'm going to forget some of the, the key milestones. I remember in 1990, we launched something called the Toronto 35 Index, which was a smaller subsection of that TSE 300 composite index, and also created the first, what was then known as an index participation unit. Today, many people have in their portfolio something called an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, but the IPU of, of the, the Toronto 35 Index, known as TIPS, was the very first one. Now, Pierce Bunting continued as president until about 1995 when Roland Fleming uh, took over. And under Mr. Fleming's leadership, we moved from trading in eighths of a dollar to decimal trading, which really limited some of the spreads on stocks and gave it a more accurate reflection of what the pricing would be. And towards the late 1990s, 1997, we closed that trading floor altogether and became the largest floorless virtual exchange. Come the late 1990s, Roland left and was replaced by Barbara Stymist. She became president and CEO, and she was the first woman to head up a North American stock exchange. I Truly enjoyed working with Barb, a remarkable person who helped lead us through a number of initiatives. For example, the realignment of all the Canadian stock exchanges. At one time, there was the Toronto Stock Exchange, Montreal, Alberta, Vancouver, and even Winnipeg had an exchange. So we aligned those exchanges under the speciality. So the TSX took the uh, the equities in Montreal focused on derivatives and Alberta and Vancouver uh, then moved ahead with the venture, the smaller stocks. Those two exchanges merged together, Alberta and Vancouver, to form the Canadian Venture Exchange. We moved ahead uh, towards 2000 to demutualize. And what that meant was that the exchange for years, going back to 1852, had been owned by the members. They owned seats on the exchange, which gave them trading privileges. Uh, But when we demutualized and became a for-profit company, uh, we were then on our road to our own initial public offering. After this was done, the TSX then purchased the Canadian Venture Exchange, and they moved all of the the markets, the equity markets, the senior and the junior together under one trading platform. It wasn't until 2002 that we actually rebranded TSX. So when I use names TSE, TSX, TMX, it, I, <laughs> it comes to a point where I know the difference, and but you get used to calling it one name or another, but it was April 2002 when we finally started using the acronym TSX. We stopped working on our own index units and moved them over to Standard and Poor's. And then in late 2002, 
we filed a preliminary prospectus to launch the initial public offering under this holding company called TSX Inc. It uh, went through the whole process. It was a roadshow and trying to sell shares to, to investors, and it became a public company. And that was a real change in mindset for so many people because we we were working almost like a working utility before that, and then became a for-profit company. So everything we did was focused on the bottom line. And it was in January of 2003, uh, I remember declaring our first uh, quarterly dividend as a public company, how exciting that was. And all those quarterly conference calls with analysts trying to find out all the information about the company. Barb Stimus did so much of this legwork along with all our senior staff at the time. Uh, and she left in late 2004, replaced by Richard Nesbitt, who was named CEO of the, the TSX group. Richard had been in charge of our trading business up to that point. So again, I had another CEO to deal with. That was the fourth <laughs> I had a chance to uh, to work for, which was pretty amazing. We continued along the way, and one of the last things I was involved with in 2008 was this deal to combine then the last two remaining trading entities, the Toronto Stock Exchange and the Montreal Exchange. And this is where they combined to form the TMX Group. And the TMX Group if you think about it, I only worked for it for about another seven months. Uh, we approved the deal in May of 2008. It was officially renamed by the shareholders in the TMX group. And Richard had uh, left at the end of 2007. Tom Cluett was the new CEO in the middle of 2008. And it was at that point I had decided. I had been around for 20 years. And as much as I loved the place, and I absolutely loved the place, I had been receiving offers from other companies outside. And uh, I thought I'd chase the money. <laughs> Not always the smartest decision. My family, my roots, everything was ingrained into working for the TSE slash TSX slash TMX. It was a hard transition. I think there's always a part of me that will remember the friends and the uh, the events and the day-to-day -day excitement about being around the market. In the time since I've left, this organization has continued to grow. Uh, they've added new businesses, including uh, clearing and data businesses, and they continue to really move ahead with all sorts of new and innovative initiatives. It's not the same organization when I started there in 1988. They are very focused on building and enhancing capital for uh, companies, both on the senior and the junior side, but also bringing in other markets like uh, energy, and and derivatives and and making to, sure that they all work together so they're all divided under these different pillars but they all come together under the tmx group 
in August of 2020, John McKenzie, who I remember starting at the exchange many, many years before, was named the uh, CEO. He's the current uh, CEO. I had a great conversation with him last week, and we talked about old times. And he, he even said to me, you've got to listen to my Canadian club speech and give me a review. And John, that'll, that'll come at some time soon. One of the things I was very proud of is the work we did to after the floor closed to try to keep market visibility. And we opened something called Stock Marketplace. Eventually, it became the, uh, the TESX Broadcast Center. We had media outlets into the organization, uh, and it was a real benefit to us. If we needed to do interviews or, or our market leaders needed to do interviews, they could just come down to our facility. The backdrop was there. Our branding was up there. I would do three to four market reports a week for different stations, including uh, CP24. Uh, CTV Newsnet at the time, and it was it was a great way to keep in the media, despite me leaving the media. Well, that center uh, ran its course, and December 2020, they completed construction on the TMX Market Center, and this is a a great digital facility. It's located across the street from the former. TMX Broadcast Center. And this is where I went for the market closing ceremony. And I was just amazed at this wonderful meeting place and visual for the exchange. The exchange has been around for 170 years. I played a small part in the 20 years I was there. So many people I could thank for their help, support. Having a chat again with Barb Stymist, somebody I worked with very closely, was uh, really great touching. Seeing Michael Potasnik, who was our CFO and was my boss for a while at the exchange, uh, we got a chance to catch up, and, and that was nice. I didn't see my former communications lead, Robert Patillo. Uh, I may owe him more than anything for what he did to help my career in terms of uh, media relations and communications. Uh, but I did get to see some of the current team, including Shane Quinn, who's now heading up communications. And I brought Shane in under my wing and we shared a few chuckles and, and uh, stories about the past, things I'd completely forgotten about. So sure, I played a small part in the history of this organization. It's under great leadership, good hands, very strong strategically, and they will continue to grow. But I'm very proud to have been a part of the Toronto Stock Exchange. So with that, I'm going to wrap this edition of the next phase. Thank you so much for listening. Again, great storytellers, please drop me a line. Always looking to interview people and to have great chats here on the next phase with Steve Key. Hope you have a safe and wonderful day.